Hi, Hi guys. Welcome back to the Sitting Down with the Sisters podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Ashley. I'm Temi. I'm Ayo. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hi. Guys, you're going to see from the title, we're talking about racism in the light of what's happened recently in America. Um, let's not even talk about because racism is rampant every single day. But obviously, we know, everybody knows what's happened recently with mm-hmm. the killing. Mm. of George Floyd by the police in Minneapolis mm. in America. Yeah. We also want to talk about a lady because one thing we've been seeing is that black women don't get the same recognition when they die as well by the hands <laughs> yeah. of the police. Correct. But yeah. Her name is Breonna Taylor. Um, so we want to say her name. And we're going to leave the names of everybody as well at the end of the video because we want people to know that this is serious. These things are mm-hmm. happening. Just to raise awareness as well. To raise yeah. awareness. But yeah, we're going to be talking about racism, about our thoughts about videos like that being shared on the internet, about why black people need to stand up, about why being silent is being complicit. About it's so not the things. answer. Yeah. yeah. I want to make sure that you guys get, we're not only talking about racism in America, we're talking about racism, period. Like, yes, not just in America. UK, and we're aware that there's racism here. Okay. 100%. Come on, I, what? It, it looks the only, by God's grace, I think the, well, the, sorry, I think the only thing that's making it different, the big difference at this point is um, the gun privileges here. Like, we're not able to have yeah, I, honestly, I think that's what's, what what our saving grace is. And even at that, it's still happening, you know. It's still happening. And just because it's happening differently doesn't mean it's not happening. Um, mm-hmm. I everybody to know we are aware, well aware that it happens here. We're not saying that the UK... 100%. We're not saying the UK is... Because it's not. Innocent. It's not innocent. Right. To all the Christians that might watch this video and say something, you can have righteous anger and you can stand for justice. There's mm-hmm. a Bible verse about love that clearly states love does not rejoice about injustice but rejoices whenever the truth wins and that's why we're making this video. But uh, I also wanted us to quote from Second Corinthians chapter 4 verse 8 to 10 that says, though we experience every kind of pressure, we are not crushed. At times we do not know what to do but quitting is not an option. We are persecuted by others but God has not forsaken us. We may be mm-hmm. locked down but not out. We continually share in the death of Jesus in our own bodies so that the re- resurrection life of Jesus will be revealed through our humanity. And Amen. we're making this video to give hope. So I guess the first... I, I, I just add to what you said as well, um, mm-hmm. uh, an emphasis on the fact that God doesn't turn a blind eye to injustice. Um, he's not seeing all of this and rejoicing in heaven. That's not the God that we serve. That is not the God that we read about. Absolutely not. He's not turning a blind eye to it. He's not a god of favoritism. There's not one race that's above the other. So what has been going on is despicable. Mm. And I know vengeance belongs to the Lord. (laughs) So the first item on our list that we want to talk about is what are the roots what what are the roots of racism? Because we want to go to the core. We can't just talk about the symptoms. We need to talk about where it comes from. So whoever wants to address that. Um, who wants to start? 
I think I'll go. Go go for it, Timmy. Yeah. I think I'll, I'll mine. I think mine is brief because I feel like I was having this conversation with a friend yesterday, like the root of where racism came from. And he said, um, his opinion was he said money, and I told him to obviously expand on that and obviously mm-hmm. back to like the slave trades and before the slave trades, why Africans were used as slaves in the first place because of land, because of money, and because of all these things. But obviously, from what I know of how slavery came about it was if I, I don't know if I'm correct but black people were basically in Africa and the whites came over there and thriving by the way we were thriving in Africa not something yeah that's a, that's a key point it's, it's very key because there was actually absolutely nothing wrong with Africa you know they were thriving in Africa I think everything was great in Africa and they've come over I don't know the reason why they came over actually but they've come over and Funny enough, what I believe, I don't know if this is 100% true, but I think it has to be true because the whites weren't acting alone because mm. it's unfortunate that some, like, like the, I don't know, politicians or the government back then in Africa or whatever country, like, let's say Nigeria, for example, because it's um, kings, usually yeah, around West Africa. The kings, exactly, the kings back then, they sort of, well, not all of them, but some of them had to have allow this to happen sort of like giving some sort of permission for this to happen because i don't genuinely believe white men they've come to africa and remember we're still the majority because they've come to us and they've sort of just let this happen do you know what it's i mean they had to they put us against each other they, that's how they started yes exactly they've put us against each other so the kings back then and the people on the um higher level of the hierarchy they've come and they they said it was okay or they've given them some sort of um giving them some sort of um i don't know money or bribery or whatever to take yeah. this the um the black people that live in those countries and then ship them to like america and all these other places and then obviously now that looking back in today's world like africans or black people were spread all over the world for that reason so mm. i think that's sort of how it came about but in terms of like racism that's also part of racism like, slavery is a big part of racism and it's something that i don't think will ever go away like yeah. you know, just to elaborate yeah, yeah, on your point, Temi, um, with the fact that, you know, our, our government, when I say our government, I mean government back home, I'm Congolese, yeah, obviously, yeah. if you're Nigerian, um, they yeah. were complicit, like they were, um, in terms of like when white people came over, they gave like a small minuscule or whether it be money or like mm-hmm. a promise of land in exchange. Mm-hmm for weapons something for weapons and then of course eventually people that lived there um in those countries yeah i feel like that's definitely it's sad it's sad thinking that you know you can turn we see it today as well like i was gonna say that i was gonna say that literally it still happens in this day and age yeah see like for my congolese people you know like how the president that just literally left he was in power for over 12 years where do you hear something like that that out of what for what reason and it's i just, just want to make it clear ran that country into the ground so obviously i don't want to put it all down to our people because it's definitely a lot of it is on don't want to say white people but the colonizers yeah you know mm-hmm. Let's just say, oh, this video is just about oh, our people, our grief. That's a whole other video. That's a whole no, no, no it's not about yeah, video. Yeah, so, I get you, Ashley. So We're talking up, about the foundation. Yeah, to round yeah. the point, I think it plays a massive, massive part on the beginning and the catalyst of racism. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to make it clear that when we're saying they were complicit in the, that stuff, it's not that they 
they didn't realize what they were doing because when I when people so when they came to the African continent they gave them stuff like ammunition which mm-hmm, they thought mm-hmm. oh okay we need it but they didn't we realize need it, that yeah just resources that they were lacking yeah mm. so they didn't realize that by doing these things they were selling out their people and then eventually it became that's then it became the slave trade but it started off as trading mm-hmm. stuff and then it became trading people people yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah 100% so, that's how it is though like you trade yeah. so that you can have the, the better end of the stick unfortunately Apparently, that's but, how it and was and they thought they were getting the better end of the stick not knowing that whatever yeah so and then it turned obviously eventually everybody would clock on I mean you, you hear stories about how slaves would jump off the boat because they knew what was going on but um mm-hmm. not to even yeah they knew what they were going to they knew how they treated what was going on yeah and not to copy them so i'm just going to add a different layer to it so i would say the roots of racism are power because um what mm. happened was it's an abuse of power that's what i would say the roots of racism are it's abuse of power and that supremacy thing that superiority superiority complex where white people have taken it to believe that they are the supreme race above black mm. people, above other races we're talking about black people today um mm. and that mm. has led to them feeling like they can extort extort black people abuse black people make people think that they are less than human and you know ex- essentially try and make themselves the dominant race above black people and so we mm. and all of this is just because of the color of our skin all of mm. it, yes. that's what makes it a bit more not even a bit, that's what makes it very, like, it's just a concept that I still can't accept. It's genuinely just because we are just a different colour to them. Do you know what I mean? All of this started because of our skin colour. Like, so, what's that? When you, no, when you actually think about it, it's like, just to uh, elaborate off of your point is why, like, with power, another subheading under that would be, like, difference, because we don't look the same. That's why now you feel like you're superior or you're deserving of to be higher mm-hmm. in the hierarchy and it's like mm-hmm. when you actually think about it it doesn't make sense mm-hmm. <laughs> it genuinely doesn't and it's been passed on from generation to generation to generation and it's a thing where now in this age the generation that we're in right now is just it's been happening but obviously mm. now social media is about like literally I saw a quote from Will Smith um, racism has always existed or whatever and the reason why it seems like it's a lot now is just because we're able to film it there hasn't been yeah. much difference it's always been like that you That's, know mm, but um, why should we always have to be on guard and always feel like we have to record it just so you can believe you know and that literally so, leads on to our next point about how do we feel about the videos that come out when these like the, so obviously that was in the past right mm-hmm. but we're talking about modern day racism in this video modern day like so, what we yeah can i start with that one video. please yeah. go for it okay so i don't know if a lot of people would have noticed on my um insta insta story yesterday when the video um resurfaced or when the video was circulating the internet i watched it and do you know what i was actually on my bed i cried like a baby like i actually Mm. cried usually i don't watch those videos usually when it comes to police brutality obviously we know what happened at the end they usually die or you know they're severely injured so i'm it's really sensitive to me so i never watch it but this particular one i don't know what made me watch it i decided to watch it from beginning to end and it was just honestly like i I don't know how to explain it. It really hurt and I cried. I cried so much. Like I cried so, so much. And I think what made it worse is just the fact that I don't know if any did any of you see the video? 
yeah i watched it at the end of it at the end of it obviously that you obviously i you for you obviously for someone that hasn't watched it you know that a police officer was on his neck right that's how he passed away and obviously the people that were recording everyone around did not notice he had died at the on the scene right there and then so obviously it was just like let go of him let go of him let him breathe that's what people were saying and then eventually when he wasn't responding or anything this this police officer that had his leg on his neck was still there after Mm -hmm. he still passed away he still didn't let go even after he died so it was just almost like for what you know what for what what did you gain what was what were you trying to accomplish you know and also even though that other video as well um, i forgot his name the one where, um, the father and the son yeah ahmad even that was it, it's just like this man was just like any of us like imagine waking up in the morning we're in lockdown i just want to go for a run that's all i wanted to do <laughs> and he never returned home <laughs> he never like, returned like- home so it was really hurtful it was really hurtful yeah it was really it was something that i couldn't explain it was really hurtful and honestly obviously like how do i say it of course because he's black because we know that's the reason he died it was a lot worse but no human being should be treated like that regardless but it makes it 10 times worse that he died because of the color of his skin you know so it was honestly it was honestly out of this world inhumane man um i think in regards to whether the videos you know if people should be filming and posting it i think it's necessary because people have to know that this is still going on and Mm. as hard as it is to watch it as hard as it is to constantly see it especially being black and seeing just a fellow brother or sister um dying at the hands of um dying at the hands of people that are supposed to protect and that um, that swear to the badge to protect all, but yet because of the colour of someone's skin, they feel like they're above the law and can take matters into their own hands. Um, it's sad and I get why people don't want to watch the video in terms of, you know, because it is, it is a lot. Like, I, I'm the same with Temi when I watched it yesterday. Um, I regret... I don't say I regret watching it, but it was definitely like it, it ruined my day. It yeah, it ruined my day. It just even till now, even when I woke up this morning, I woke up with a heaviness. My day's still ruined. Yeah, I woke up with a heaviness because it's just like, oh, mm. this that is that's someone's son, that's someone's brother, that's someone's friend. That's just I, someone as well. That's yeah, someone. someone. I don't think what people are getting is that these his family members. They're probably they've contact. They're probably calling him, thinking, "Oh, why is he not responding? What's going on?" They've woken up to see that's how he's died through that video, and of course, yes, it's a lot. Yes, it's 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 heavy. It's but so it's what's scary. happening. It's reality. It's, it, it's what's happening. Like you can't. What else are people supposed to do? You know, we've yeah. got we've gone through years of not recording it. And people saying, "Oh, but we don't know the full story. We don't know what's truly happened." To now, people are actually. Um, recording, recording it, and it. Saying, it's still not enough. Is okay, but what happened before they started filming? What happened after they stopped filming? It's like these videos are necessary because without these videos, it's almost like um, it, it, we're not the, black, the black person was in the wrong like that they deserved they, it. What what could they have done to provoke it? Provoke it exactly. And so I think I used to be that person that was like, oh, but why are you filming? Why can't you help? Listen, I have to film. You have, you have to, to film. film, and even to the people saying, "Oh, don't film, help." 
if you actually watch the video, there was obviously there's, there's actually three police officers that were actually on for one person. Yeah, that was one person. Was standing trying to get the people back because he, the, the other people standing on the other side couldn't see that there was actually was it the um, Asian one? Yeah, the Asian yeah. one. He was trying to get people to move back so that they couldn't see that there was three police officers on the actually on um, George Floyd. And just to just to say, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Ashley. In that point of um, instead of filming help in that position in that situation as a bystander or someone that's just passing by, there's nothing you can do besides yeah. film because obviously police officers are there. They're not let gonna let you go there. What you what exactly are they expected to do? They can't harass a police officer because then that would become their case too. Exactly. So, and there was, that moment there was a bystander there who was black and um they actually interviewed him I believe either on CNN or another um news channel in America and he mm. said that in that moment you feel so conflicted because you know that on, on a normal day you would help but because he was black mm. as well and he's a black male he knew that had he <laughs> you know actually interfered with the, the Chinese officer the Asian officer sorry he was already he looked like he was ready to beat someone already and <laughs> imagine it would have it had things gone differently we would have had two hashtags the bystander That's and do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Sorry for the long I answer. hear that. Now, I hear both of you. I'm kind of half and half because yesterday I watched a video and I do believe that these videos are necessary because it, it, it puts it in the faces of people that want to tell us we're making a big fuss out of nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then it also dehumanizes people because it becomes something that looks like a spectacle. And someone, someone, someone said something on, in, on social media that's like, how many videos have you seen of a white person dying like that? You can't count okay. 10. You can't count 10. I haven't and seen like, any. And like those last moments okay. of someone's life, like someone, basically the illustration in the video I watched is that the beginning of a person's life and the end of a person's life is supposed to be private to that person. Like usually when someone is born, mm-hmm. it's in a hospital and nobody else is allowed mm-hmm. in the room except the people next mm-hmm. to And usually when someone dies, it's literally their family with them on their deathbed mm-hmm. and that's it. But then we are all sharing in somebody's mm-hmm. death. And it's mm-hmm. no longer sacred to that person. That person is mm-hmm. used as a spectacle, is used mm-hmm. as an icon. Mm-hmm. As much as I do see why people need the videos, I also think that it makes people see us as a spectacle. Like how for the years they've seen us as a spectacle, where it's like black life is it's like a, it's like an object. Like it can come, it can go, it can come, it can go. Mm. You could just be seeing mm. us there dying, and it's okay, mm. like it's normal to post mm. it. Do you get what I mean? And it's yeah, not normal yeah. to anybody else. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's usually yeah. like, like if you even seen a dog, nobody wants to watch a dog being killed, but you, everybody's watching a black man dying on camera, and it's like, of course, of course. I, I 100% agree with you, Ayo. I do 100% agree. And do you know what you were saying? Sorry, go on, Tammy. It's not normal. It's not normal at all. And you know what you were saying in terms of the beginning of a human's life and the end should be sacred and vibrant and stuff like that. I, that's a, I feel like that's part of why we're fighting is because that's how it should be. We've that's been exactly. pushed to the extent of having to record these things because like Ashley said before, if it's not recorded, it never happened or you never know what, what actually happened, what provoked it. So we, we've gotten to that point where we are forced to have to record. We're forced to have to show these things. Like, let's say, you know how racism is one thing. Let's say like the whole thing that's going on in um, all these um these asian countries or i don't know like israel let's say like all these wars that are going on in these countries you know how Mm -hmm. 
yeah in the middle east and you know how um the children there they're recording the children there and all the um oh yeah like all the buildings breaking apart even though they shouldn't really be showing that because at the end it's very sensitive that's a human life but me because i've never been to the middle east like that i would never have known the extent of these things happening if i hadn't seen these images unfortunately do you know what i mean so back to racism i feel like that's why even though i'm i'm honestly on the fence we shouldn't be sharing these videos you know but they have been recorded for a reason that is why instagram and twitter should actually do this as well before you watch the video they warn you that this is sensitive you can choose to watch it or you can choose not to watch it and i remember posting the video earlier on with no disclaimer and i had to delete it and then i put up a post saying you know letting people know that look i'm about to post something you don't have to watch it if it's sensitive and then i posted it after even though i ended up deleting it overall in like five ten minutes because really and truly it's just sad like i just didn't want (laughs) anyone to see that but at the same time we have to see it to know how severe these situations are everything both of you you said is is actually not normal like the amount amount of information we consume anyway on a day-to-day basis is not normal but this is the reality of it even the fact that i'm so happy you even brought i even brought up oh if people see a dog die they you know they feel so heartbroken the reality is some people have higher regard for animals than they do black people No, Can I mean, you like, believe that? This is the, the reality of it. It's now gotten to the point where people have said enough is enough. I, I don't care how you feel anymore. This has to be on display. Like this has to be shown because mm. otherwise, how else? Like how how else can we move forward? How else can justice be served? You you guys have asked us for evidence. You've given you evidence. You're still asking for more. Like what? Do you, like what? Like people are fed up and rightfully so. And do you know what's the maddest part? Like, okay, hmm. when they see us, I think came out last year, and it's like you're continually asking black people for evidence. Let a white person say they encountered a crime. Which oh. evidence are you asking for? You already already accuse a black person that has no evidence against them for a white person's crime. Funnily, funny, funny, you should say that. Funny, you should say that. That video. There was a video that was circulating. This was literally like just under a week before this happened. Like, what the hell? And I don't know the name of the man, but there was a white woman on the phone. Amy and yes, yes, Amy Cooper I was know on your the name. phone. And we know your name, Amy Cooper. <laughs> so she was she was literally even strangling her dog. That's how much she was angry because a black man told her to put her dog on the leash because she just didn't want to take order. she didn't want to take an order. She didn't want to take an order because it was coming from a black person because i'm sure if that was a white person that told her she would have done that very politely because what was being asked to do was no harm to anyone and she literally picked up the phone lied and said she was being threatened making it sound like the black one had done a lot more imagine there was no evidence of that what the exactly which is why i right understand now. why videos are necessary um yeah. i just think it's about how we circulate them i think we should be careful how like what temi was saying earlier beautifully leads on to what else we wanted to talk about about how you should use like, how do you react to those videos how do you yeah. go about should you be sharing them should you blah blah is it helpful is it hurtful i think you have to be careful because yeah, if you're if you're just circulating you it with just, no yeah. education with no awareness no nothing you're just circulating it it's just causing more trauma for more black people i think mm-hmm. you have to be smart you have to use wisdom with how you the do this. Me, i still haven't watched the video i didn't watch the video about ahmad i didn't watch the video with, i can't watch these things because they, mm. they leave me feeling like what the hell am i supposed to do like i, I just 
you feel helpful. People's life, you're watching their life leave their body in a video and it's supposed to be normal. Like I was even watch I was on Twitter yesterday and somebody tweeted, our teacher showed us roots in class like it was normal. Like it's not mm. normal to watch stuff like that and just be told, oh, okay, okay. That was okay. showed in school, public like, school. To young people with us. Some people had never even heard of the story of Roots before they got to that. That's all, yeah. And then show it to them. And that's, that's sensitive images. Sensitive images that can leave somebody scarred for life. Without mm. the right education, without the right wisdom used to educate somebody on it, you can leave a person just broken. Exactly. And how it's handled afterwards. Like they show that video, okay, just do one, two projects on it and then done. And then it's done. That is traumatic. And what that does psychologically as well, mm-hmm. that is dangerous and it's just oh it's it's crazy it's, it's crazy, so crazy because we're also told that's our history that's the only history we have when our, our black people started before slavery i need people to know that too we have a rich, rich rich history we're not they, we are our history is wiped away that's why that's why we don't know about it it's been wiped away right before and that's part of racism so. it's part of racism mm-hmm. making us feel part like of racism inferior, inferior race but anyway mm-hmm. 100%. i'm told to get over it as well literally so, moving on from that point right we want to talk about what privilege is we need people to know <laughs> that privilege is a real thing and it's not it's not meant to be a negative thing it's not meant to be a thing that makes you feel bad about yourself but it's a thing you're, it's meant to make you feel aware you're meant to be aware that you have privilege right so what would you guys say privilege is white privilege specifically not black privilege because what is black privilege Anyway, so guys, man, if I reference this picture that you I was going to, but I didn't want to even go uh, go for yeah, it. You posted it on your story, and I just think how it's worded is just wonderful. Um, so white privilege doesn't mean your life hasn't been hard. It means your skin tone isn't one of the things making it harder. Hmm. Um, white privilege exists as a direct result of both historic and enduring racism biases and practices designed to oppress people of color. White privilege means you actively benefit from the oppression of people of color. It's also rooted in systemic racism and um, yeah. So I like, I I love that last point when it says it means you actively benefit from the oppression um, of people of color. Because even if, well like I said, yeah, black people, black. Um, I'm so glad that you even said that, Ayo. Um, that it's not a like it's not meant to make you feel. I think the connotation that some white people think white privilege has is oh, um, it's supposed to be like a negative connotation. It's supposed to make them feel guilty that they shouldn't go and live in their lives. But like you said, it's an awareness. It's knowing that it exists. It's knowing that it's there. It's knowing that and not being ignorant to the fact that it exists. Like it exists. The things that affect black people, it's not going to affect you as a white woman or as a white man. Um, For example, obviously I can say that I've never directly experienced um, racism, but I have experienced, I remember going on the train into Central and I think I was literally the only black person on the underground, on the tube. And just, I remember just seeing these group of white women, literally like the stares that I was getting. And I was thinking, like, what's going on? Is there something on my face? Like, what is it? Like, what's going on? And <laughs> just because I'm black, black, I feel like that stemmed in white privilege because it's like it's this entitlement that 
oh, being on places like the Tube, being in central London is only meant for a higher class of people, which is white people, or um, being like just being in certain places that you think belongs to you. So white people, yeah. That's entitlement. Even like the the woman, Amy Cooper, I saw another video of these these black men who were in the gym minding their business. A white man has come up to them asking them, Oh, do you are you allowed to be in here? Let me see your ID. Why do I have to show you my why do you have that entitlement? That is white privilege thinking that you can walk into a place and because you're uncomfortable, are you that's harassment you have no title that building does not belong to you you only lease an office in that building and you think that you're entitled to walk up to black men who are minding their business and ask them for id and ask if that's why i believe that that's right it's as simple as that and if you didn't catch it you didn't want to listen that's it. You you just didn't want to understand because you it's very clear, simple, right in front of your face, honestly. Right and it exists. If all you can hear when people are telling you about white privilege is, oh, you're trying to make me feel bad, you are you're part of the people. That it's not about you. It's, it's actually, about honest, you. it's not about you. Stop making a situation that's nothing to do. It's not about you. It's about understanding that it exists and admitting that that's it, it. exists. Like, I'm I'm what you now do to help. I said this one that we posted and it said um, some people are more concerned with and afraid of being perceived racist than the actual oppression and injustice black people deal with. And That's that true. is a problem. Quick one, quick one. What do you think about um, obviously the other races, especially white people? Um, do you feel like they should be um, able to speak up with all these injustices and all these things that we're seeing on the internet do you feel like their silence is not needed like do you feel like they should be silent or do you feel like this is something where their silence is complicit well? yeah that's actually the next part I, why yeah. is it not enough to be ra- why it's not enough to just not be racist like it's not about not being racist it's mm-hmm. about being anti-racist that's you washing your hands out of it not being racist or oh, I'm not racist so it doesn't matter I don't care it's, it's not, not my business my no, we when you're silent about fellow human beings, be, you have to understand, right, that we are all human beings, as in we were created the same. We, we are the exact same, we just have a different skin tone to you. And that in, should be enough for your heart to bleed for other human beings. And if it's not yeah. enough, then you have a problem. Yeah. 100%. So do you know what it is? That's 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 in that that's basically indirect racism, really and truly, if you think about it deep down. Yeah. Because another human being and you, because it's not it, it's not happening to your family member, it's not happening to anyone, really and truly. It's not enough right. to just not be racist, and this is what I this is what I see, if I'm honest, this is what really angered me. Um, seeing that the non-black people who have benefited from our culture, who have stolen from our culture, I can say, um, who fetish mm. after our black men, who, um, mm. <laughs> who desire and fantasize about having mixed kids, um, who want our rhythm, but not our blues. I love that statement. I saw that on social media. That's not my quote, by the way. Don't quote me, guys. Um, who, relevant yeah, who, who want culture. to be black until it's time to be black period black. okay who yes yeah. were completely silent there was nothing said there okay. was just yeah we couldn't see you we couldn't hear you we couldn't find you 
um, you just had nothing to that's say. That's crazy, and you know. That's not okay with me. That is a no. very, very big problem. And the fact that you you find it comfortable to not have anything to say, that alone tells me where you stand and how you feel. Your silence is it's also... Loud. 100%. It's deafening. Your silence is deafening. 100%. I can hear it. You can hear it. It's ringing yeah. in that. Clearly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I will just to clarify why it is compliance is because if I'm a witness to something that is bad and I do not try within my power to do something about it, I am I, I am indirectly saying it is enabling. Okay. I'm indirectly it's enabling. saying that behavior is not worth my attention, which yeah. means you are compliant. Because if something bothers you enough, you will try your best. No one is saying that you should, you should be killing yourself or somebody. Nobody's saying that, but at least do your part. There's mm. things everybody can do. Your can part. Do. The little that you do can do, the little we can all do, we're all doing. Like, I don't understand why it's so hard to, to raise awareness and speak about something just because it doesn't include you or your race or your family. You, could, you don't care. What does that say about the human race, man? Aliens are probably laughing at us. <laughs> <laughs> I even, can I just say also, um, even the non-black people that did actually pull up and that did have something to say and that, for example, white people that actually uh, made statements and that actually addressed their own people saying, this is not it, we can't be silent. Thank it's you. It's not going unnoticed. It's not yeah. unnoticed. Thank you. And those are not the people that I'm addressing. The people that I'm addressing, mm-hmm. the people we're addressing, sorry, are the people who, when it's time to get down, when it's time to party, you're here, but when, when it's time to say the N-word when you're listening to your favourite rap song. You're there, but, you're loud. You're there to very argue, loud. You're there to argue why you should, why be, you should be allowed to say it to you. Yeah. But it comes with the issues behind that word, the history of that word. You're nowhere to be found, you're missing. I'm, I can't see you. Can you imagine? <laughs> right, come on. We're going to move on to why mm. what John Bayega is doing is necessary. Okay? Phenomenal. That is, I need you guys to understand how proud. Listen, like, when I was John Boyega, he's her, a king the, amongst the, men. Like, do you know, okay, I need to give everybody the scenario that he's in right now because I think people are not understanding why he, what he's doing has so much gravity, right? It has gravity because this guy is in an industry that they're so quick to blackball people whenever they speak just something that is politically incorrect. Right? right, he has put himself on the line and said, "Listen, my people are being persecuted every single day, and I'm not just mm. going to stand here like an idiot, like an egg, and let it happen." And that is exactly he's why what he's doing is very the way you should. He's using his right. He knows that he's in a place of privilege, and he's—I don't like the word privilege—he's in a place where he has pl- a platform. He's in a place. He has the means, the tools, the means exactly, and he know, and he's using it properly. His mate. I mean, not talk about his mate, but um. And can I say this John Boyega thing came came about and started just because the guy tweeted that he hates racists. Yeah. So I don't understand what was so hard to understand. You who like who likes racists? Who likes I, like the people that, re- that would really blow that out of proportion are people that clearly likes racists because well, how can you have a problem with that I hate racists? <laughs> what is wrong with that? You people that hated him saying he hates racists, do you love racists? Are you a racist? I don't wait I don't and I saw someone say oh hate is a strong word. No I said what I said I hate racists. 
Don't correct I me. I know act, what I said. I hate the acts of racism. Yes, I do. I hate yeah. that. I hate anything that is contrary to who God is. Racism is one of it. So I hate it. You want to say something else? God, I'm sorry. I don't. I Wait. really don't understand because I don't understand. Do you want him to take it back? Because he's not. You know what's so funny? People, people are actually exposing themselves because showing their asses on the on God's internet. Sorry. His original, his original tweet, his first tweet was I bleeding racist. Yes. Now people have come underneath it saying, Oh, you hate. Does that mean you hate you hate white people? You hate us, you hate me. Are you racist? Yeah. So the the key word in that tweet was racist. Mm-hmm. If the suit <laughs> does not fit, why are you feeling why are you putting your big toe inside of it? <laughs> Wow. And do you know what's so what mad? I, I, the, fact, the fact that people decided to go to John Boyega and do all these things and just, you know, harass him for no reason, I think that sort of helped because it empowered his point a lot more because then he decided to go on Insta Live and make a whole video, still addressing the issue, but emphasised it more. Because what is so... It's English. It's English language. I hate racists. Do you know what he's showing? The fact that he even English comprehension, people didn't finish school. They didn't study. Because if you finished school, you would know that GCSC there's English language and English comprehension. English comprehension enabled us to dissect sentences and to hundred percent, hundred percent. And you took that statement, turned it around, and made it about you again. Entitlement. Maybe Actually, do you know why? Do you know why? Do you know why? When I said my point, do you know why I didn't even say English comprehension? Because there's nothing to really comprehend because it's clear. Quite simple, like it's just English. Mm-hmm. It's just the language. I hate racist. When you hate something, you don't like it. And who likes racist? It's just simple. Like, and what do you need what? to comprehend? It, you know what? It showed. It showed that <laughs> a lot of people are scared to take a stand. It showed mm-hmm. how many people are actually afraid to say, okay, this is wrong and I'm going to stand up for it. That's what it is. That's what it is. He's doing, and then, sorry, we're going to also move on to the people. So we're talking about the other people that show their asses and show that maybe they support racism, but we're also going to talk about the other people that show their ass and said, you're not even big enough to do what you're doing right now. You're messing up your money. Is money the only thing in this life that you're you're going to cry about? I am sorry, can you say it for what it is? It was black people there were certain black individuals telling John Boyega, you're not where you where you should be yet, so be quiet. Wait until you make more money. You haven't made enough money for you can to Can you imagine? Up. Can you actually imagine? Let's pause. He's made millions. Imagine everyone, imagine everyone took that house. same what approach. What do you want him to do with the money? Imagine, imagine black people. Imagine as a community, we all took that approach because we're not where we want to be. We're, we're not, not going to talk about it. So we should let them continue killing us because there's no money. But that's, tell me, that's the approach some people have anyway. Can you believe like, that? You know how it's true. That's that some, 100%. A lot it's of black people have that mentality. It's crazy. Because I'm at the end of this is part of the issue. This is what we are talking about. We're trying to address black people as a community, as a group. And you're yeah. out here taking yourself out, being selfish, taking yourself out of the circle. Because really and truly, back in the days when it was slavery, you would 100% have been part of us. So I don't mm. understand how you're taking yourself out. And now it's about money and you're, you're not where you need to be. Let me make my money and then I'll speak up. There'll be none, no black people will be there by the time you make it. God forbid, they'll all be gone by the time you make the money. Who do you need the, to speak to then? Period. 
don't understand. Why not have to have a time to speak up? Why should you have to have a time to now speak up? It's happening now. It's happening right now. It's happening right now. So I'm speaking up right now. I'm not going to wait till I have what in my bank account. I don't have anything, half of even a quarter of what John Boyega says. But I'm going to use my platform and speak up. I don't get it. Exactly. Because some of you are happy to sell yourselves out every single day. And if you're one of that kind of black person, you need to take a long look in the mirror. You want to sell yourself out. That's selfishness and greed. That is selfishness and greed. That's from within. That is selfishness and greed. I don't know what you're saying. Fellow black people are dying, but you're talking about money. I don't know what you're seeing when you look in the mirror. Maybe because you've you've had education in a certain place, whatever, whatever. And isn't that you're still black and what makes it more painful black, is black, black people that black. Are, uh, that tweet that was sorry was, was i know like me personally i'm speaking about a specific tweet that i saw and there was that black man that said it it was so hurtful that it was a black man that said that how dare you embarrassing embarrassing what are you even saying right now like it's Jeez. actually disgusting i can't lie to you sickening because you're talking about john Boyega's money but i'm sorry uncle what do you even know that he has in his account? What do you know that he owns? Let me even be careful. Anyway, moving on. Why black people need to be better, okay? So, I need to make a point very clear. When we're talking about racism, racism is racism. And it's nothing. it hasn't got anything to do with, oh, okay, black people, oh, we need to... It's our fault that this is happening to us. I'm not saying none of that. But I'm saying mm-hmm. now that we have the awareness, now that we have the education... We need to do better. We need to do better. Community-wise, we need to do better. We do. We need to support stand each other. Together. We need to do better, man. Mm. So unfair. Do you know what it is? As much as as much as we wanna, as much as we wanna blame or not blame, because we're not blaming black people. As much as we wanna say we need to do better, hundred percent, I do agree. We need to do better, but this is deep. This is this is way beyond that because this is yeah. what it's it's always us. been. Black people, we've always been segregated within our community. We could, we've never really got along. So now um, this is like is because of this. It is because of hundred percent because of, of, 100%, because of this. Yes. And that's why I'm Amazing. saying we need to. So it's almost like we need to do we need to work backwards, right? We know that the reason we're divided is not our fault. So we're not mm-hmm. gonna blame ourselves for the problems within our community. Mm-hmm. But we have to also see ourselves as okay. If it, actually we need to be careful with that, because I have been seeing people say people need to be careful about saying black people are the solution because the people that created this have to fix their mess. I agree with that. Yeah. That white people hundred percent this destroy this hierarchy and systematic racism. Like, why should we have to fix something that they've done? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Even if we do sort out our issues within our commu- community, we're still... It's still, it's still wider than that. It's still yeah, bigger than still, us. It's bigger than us as a community. Exactly. A lot bigger than us as a community. That was never created to... But to, to 100%. Us. 100%. So 100%. But if the hierarchy, like I was saying, if those in power, the white people in power don't fix that mess it's just what we're doing is for nothing yeah. that's why when we're calling that's why when we're calling white people to speak out on these injustices and speak up we're not saying it just because we want you to talk we're not saying it just because oh we're, we're screaming we need you to shout too because at the end of the day 
it needs to be resolved from the people that caused it unfortunately yeah. like Ashley said we can resolve it within ourselves we can do what we need to do to be empowered within ourselves cool now black people we've done what we needed to do we're empowered now but racism still exists mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay if you're black what we need is for you to not sit down don't sit down and say okay this is happening and it's going to continue happening and it's going to happen and no don't sit down because I think a lot of mm. black people are like okay well this is just what is happening to us so. it's just unfortunate you're basically accepting defeat you're just accepting I'm, the fact that this is your reality this is not it's, yeah. it can't be our reality this can't yeah, be it's the fact that you're we, we, we yeah, honestly cannot victim. sit here for the rest and we're not doing it just for ourselves right now we're doing it for our future we're doing it for our future grand great grandkids so they can be mm-hmm. like what Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and all these people did for us mm-hmm. it's continuous there fair enough we're saying yeah. that oh it's not as bad as it used to be whatever and obviously black people were able to do more things than we're able to do but it's it's we're not at the top here we're not where we should be yeah. where we yeah. earn what we our, our hard work we we're not able to eat the fruit of our labor yet so it's continuous That's- literally generation upon generation upon generation we need to make sure yeah. that our grandkids when we leave this earth they are comfortable being black and not That's wishing correct. there were some other race Exactly. And that's, I think, what I wanted to do is unlearn the lie that we're victims. Unlearn the lie that we are second-rate citizens. Unlearn all of those lies. Because we've shown time and time again that we're none of those things. We've shown time and time again we're not animals. We've shown time and time again that we are excellent. We are excellent. Exactly. So I learned. Any, any um, career field you want to put us in, we excel. Any sp- sport field. Have you seen sports? All black people. Yeah, come on. Uh, we're dominating the, sport, the sports industry. Thrive. When we thrive, we thrive. So we're not victims. Just I need black people to know we are not victims. We're not victims. And for the white people and everybody else watching and everybody else that knows that this is going on, be an ally. What does that mm. mean? Use your privilege for something useful. Pastor Stephen Furtick, if you guys know who that is, the pastor of Elevation Church, he put out Amazing. one of the best, best statements I've ever seen. Go out and read, go out and read it. And then you can start from there. And not, not even just not just white people, other ethnicities. Other too. ethnicities. Yeah. Yeah, start employing more black people. If you're like there's so many things that like there are so many things you can hmm. actually do that you just refuse to do. Choose to believe better about black people. Even if your grandma and your great granddad told you black people are this, black people are that, choose to believe the truth. Choose to believe choose, You've seen for yourself. You've seen for yourself. We are not bad. Don't believe the lies that the media is telling you. Like, come on. We're actually, we're actually not bad people. Terrorists are bad people. Like, we're not that. Like, I don't understand. I'm telling you. There are terrorists in every race. There are terrorists in every race. I'm, I'm trying to like, literally like, identify what bad is. They are, terrorists yeah. are bad people regardless of the race. They are bad people. We can't be put in that same bracket because we are, we're just living like you. You know, you're not even saying it's perfect, you know. I, be, I think the best thing to say is don't identify someone by the colour of their skin. Identify mm. them by the contents of their character. Like 100%. My- That's basically yeah. what I'm trying to say. And yeah, also sure. as well, just to round up for me, in terms of like the looting and the protests, the violent protests that's happening in America at the moment, I'm seeing like mixed opinions in terms of people saying that, yes, it's, it's due, long overdue, they need to do this, this is that, and others are saying it's not the answer. And I'm in the middle because at the end of the day, like as 
a human nature if you're constantly trying to get an answer trying to get you get frustrated so of course you have to take out your anger you need to show how angry you are in doing certain things but at the same time what does that really solve because all these um i heard target um, one of the um, um supermarkets in america is being raided and people are stealing from there, taking things out looting even though that's a form of anger what's that going to do that's going to get more black people arrested that's going to get more black people behind bars that is kind of what they want at the same time so yeah. it's just like you know still 100 percent. but don't get yourself in trouble in the in the process just my closing point literally is to not lose hope like i know seeing all of these videos seeing hashtag after hashtag after hashtag seeing murders <laughs> after murders after murders because that's what can they be are. draining um it's very draining it's heavy like i said for at the beginning of the video it's just it's like there's like a weight you're carrying a weight on your shoulders and it's just you feel like you can't breathe almost because it's just it's too much especially as black people seeing that seeing that our fellow brothers and sisters this is how they're being treated it it, it does get a lot that's why i completely understand i why you didn't watch the video because it is a lot it's extremely extremely a lot so that's how i just want to say don't lose hope um even with what temi was saying um with how people are writing i i get it because when there's only so much you can peacefully protest, you know. They, that, that's what we've been doing, you know. I remember someone tweeting, growing up um, in school, the way we were taught about Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, it was like Martin Luther King was better and Malcolm X was the rebel. He was... Um, he the was older the- I get, the more I, saw, I, got, I get it. But now growing up, I understand Malcolm X's... Um, approach. Vision. I understand his approach, yeah, because... And I'm sure he, he, I'm sure he agreed. I'm sure he started off with MLK's approach. But at the end of the day, how many more times are we going to peacefully protest and yet there's still no answer, yet there's still no change, yet they still think they can get away with doing these kind of things. That's why I get it. Um, and also, just to touch on it, well, on the target that they burned down, the reason that they burnt down that specific target is because they work closely with the police department. They're sponsoring the department, yeah, apparently. Yeah. The department. That's why they They've that. burned that specific. Good, but, yeah. Just in uh, case you were wondering why not other shops, but Target. Someone yeah, said yeah. they're called Target, so why are they shocked that they're... <laughs> anyway. <Bye. laughs> Uh, on one last point guys at the end of the day we're outraged we're disgusted we're emotional by everything that's going on but it's not a trend it's not something that we do and then we forget tomorrow this has to be continuous we have to continuously raise awareness we have to continuously until we see that black people are being treated fairly like other races are until then before we rest like this is an ongoing cycle it's not not something to trend about and then tomorrow we've forgotten I'm gonna continue. And I can't, I can't even imagine like how how it must be just as a black woman or a black man, black black male specifically, living in America, knowing that this is your home state. That's somewhere that you should be able to call home, but you're not actually free. It's like you're, it's like you're just occupying space there. So I can't even imagine the heaviness that they must be walking around with, the fear, the psychological trauma. Um, the anxiety is a lot and I, this, I think people often um, forget that but also I'm going to in the description box I really want to add as well the petition to sign um, for George Floyd um, it's just so that the, um, a petition for the state in America so that the police officers involved can actually be charged not just fired because they've been fired yes great but 
they can there's more to it they could be a bad dog they deserve to go behind bars justice has to be served must be served 100 percent. you know the video god is not a god of injustice um the bible even says to live according to the laws of the land no one is above that no one is um in excuse of doing so so if you break any laws you should be held accountable consequences 100 percent yep Thank you for hearing us out, guys. If you want to talk about your thoughts on racism, how we can how we can all do better and um, raise awareness and everything, let us know. RIP, RIP to everyone that's lost their lives. Every single person. Every single one of them. We, we How much can we say? We don't know every single one of them, but where the are they? The ones that weren't on camera. The ones that weren't Yeah, the ones, 100%. Like, those those you know ones as well. So, RIP. We send our love and our light to everybody that has felt traumatized or anything, but um, we pray that God will continue to be your hope and your strength. And see you in our next video. Bye. Bye.